and then a five damage. That's that's plenty. You just Ooh. take your uh, your great club and swing it through, and as you like swipe his giant body to the side, you see behind him the door that was once closed to the house is now open, and inside is just darkness. And from within it, this green hag walks out. Um, 12. And that's exactly how much you needed. You watch as uh, Vodmek's hammer just smashes her and she kind of lays on the ground lifeless. Um, Um, After I smash him, I use thaumaturgy to make my voice really loud. And I'm like, my life's just ass. Uh, probably uh, burn the scarecrow stuff that was on the table that she was preparing to make another scarecrow with. Just so the whole house on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> why don't everyone give me an investigation check? Yeah, I want to see if there's some closets with some people hiding. Okay. No, all the people are gone. No. no. Okay. Fourteen. Eight. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eighteen. Oh, Dan definitely finds it. Uh, Dan, in all this stuff, you find um, what others might have thought was just another twig, but it's actually the hag's wand um, inside Wait, the house. Wait, you said a, oh, a twig. I thought twig. you said a wig. No, a twig. Like, you, you, it looks just it's like- a wand that looks like a wig. It looks just <laughs> like a gnarled up piece of wood. <laughs> okay. But for some reason, maybe because of your magical and clerical knowledge- Yes, that is it. You, you saw and you know that it's like probably worth- a considerable amount of money. Oh. Can I arcana check it? Sure. Never mind. <laughs> you know enough <laughs> to know that it's a wand. <laughs> this is a powerful stick. What a mystery. <laughs> I put it in my satchel. Okay. So just uh, a little bookkeeping. Dan, you got the wand. Uh, someone got two turquoise uh, gems. One person got a steel circlet. Uh Ed found, let's say, three mystery vials. Um, and I believe that's everything you guys found in this farm land. Mm-hmm. Deals. Cool. Is there anything else you guys want to do before going back? Um, is there like a um, magic store on the way home? <laughs> <laughs> there is a magic store in Troll Skull Alley, I believe. Um, oh, right. Well, there's a bookstore. He And he deals with some spell type stuff, but... Not necessarily like wands specifically. Would I know like what type of location I'd be want to find that would give me the prettiest penny? Um, maybe eventually you would maybe look for some sort of like mage, um, and maybe not even a store as much as just like I mean, a practitioner. Imagine. Yeah. Mm, okay, and I would know that. Sure. Cool. You're a cleric. Like you understand a lot of this stuff. You don't I usually deal in magic things. Yeah. <laughs> you you so I would say though, it's because of your arcane check, you don't know what this one can do or what spells it might hold. Um what if I start waving it around? <laughs> you wouldn't know how to because you're a cleric, you don't know how to use wands, period. Ah, um, just don't say a bunch of numbers. <laughs> uh but yeah, and you could bring it to other people. You if you find um who does identify objects? Is that sorcerers? Wizards, probably. If you find something like that, they could identify it for you. But mm. they're going to charge you money, of course, for the service. 
what if I uh, bite them? <laughs> I don't. I don't think they'll do it at all. Then. <laughs> what if I challenge them to an arm wrestle? They'll probably say no. <laughs> In their robes, they'll probably be like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, do you just want to spend like the next day, kind of looking for a place to sell it? No, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Actually, no, I should do that because I will forget that I have it. Don't worry. I read it. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say like uh, the, the shop near you guys. What was it called? I had a bookmark, but for some the, reason now it's saying it doesn't work. Ooh. You probably brought to uh, Corlin's Crown, which is right. that potion shop. That one would probably be more apt than the bookworm's treasure. Okay. Um, and C- Carolyn's Crown would understand that it was the hag's. And though she doesn't know what it does quite yet, she'll offer you 150 gold for it. I say, I'll probably wait for a prettier penny than that. <laughs> She's like, seems like a lot of gold to me, but okay. <laughs> would I know if it's like a good deal? I would say like 150 gold is probably the most you've seen yet. Don't we owe like a thousand, 10,000 gold for this? For the whole house. Yeah, you owe like a thousand. Right. So this would be 10% of your overall right away. Um, the other things that were got got on this adventure were ten gold worth of gems and a potential twenty five gold circlet. So right, I'll sell it. <laughs> deal. <laughs> deal. Yeah, a man walks out with a briefcase. He's like, deal or no deal. No deal. <laughs> I try to touch his hands. Howie, <laughs> <laughs> touch him. <laughs> I uh, take the coin purse. I just hand it to Ed and walk out. Uh, Ed, that was one hundred fifty gold. All right, thanks, okay. man. Um, I'll sell mine too. So that was 25 and 10, you said? Yeah, I don't know where you would sell those, but you found a gem shop or something. <laughs> a guy on the street. That would be much easier to sell, though, than uh, a gnarled up wand. <laughs> of, like a, a gnarly wand. Of or- evil origin. <laughs> <laughs> what was that scroll we found a couple of? You guys had a um, spell book. I'm going to run, try to sell that. So that you would go to. Mm, one second. Uh, bookworms, mm-hmm. treasures, but with a W instead of an O, or a Y instead of an O, like a dragon mm. instead of an earthworm. W Y. I believe there were. And this is like just rough memory. I believe there were like three or four spells in it. So she'll give you fifteen per spell. So we'll say four. So you can. She'll give you sixty um, gold. And the reason cool. it's like not much more than that is that all it is is a book that other wizards can copy from. Like, you can't actually cast anything from this book. Cool. Cool. So you so guys I got your money. How much gold are you guys up to then nowadays? 245 just from all these things. It's a pretty good day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think after all that, you're probably exhausted, much in need of a long rest. Um, but as you guys awaken the next day, which mission would you like to try to do? Ed just sits up. Let's find the talking horse. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, y'all. Let's go get it. Go. So current, got, currently. got beer, a talking horse, walking. <laughs> three of my favorite things. So <laughs> I was reading up. I don't know if, um, what was it? A dryer? Is that what we said it was called? A dray. I don't know if a dray means specifically beer. Uh, it could also mean people. It's just like a big cart that can carry bigger things. So it's a draft horse that's pulling a big cart. You can imagine, um, was it Budweiser or Coca-Cola that did like the mm-hmm. horses? 
Like um, guides tails. Yeah. Right. It's just like that size of a cart. So how do you want to uh, start this mission, Ed? Ed's just running around the house. Let's go find that talking horse. <laughs> <laughs> knocking on their bedrooms or whatever. I'm up. I put my shell on. I'm ready. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> What's your plan, Ed? What are your thoughts? How do you begin a mission like this? I'm going to pull out our city map that we've got mm-hmm. hanging in the living room and just walk over to it. And um, did I know which section of town it was? No. All you know is you're looking for a horse named Maxine um, and asking her if if she's learned the identity of any Zent operatives. And if so, where are they? Okay. Um, I think we're going... I think Ed would think that we'd probably start in the, uh, well, they've still got it stuck like near a warehouse district or a manufacturing district. So remember there's a lot of carts yeah, and so the, our horses. The most carts in Waterdeep would probably be found in either the castle, no, that castle where the sea ward, where there's like the market district you can see. It's kind of right in between castle ward and sea ward mm-hmm. or down in the trades ward and dock ward. Like those three areas are like the most trade and the most kind of restaurant type things. Which one do you say at the restaurants? Um, all three of them. So anywhere near like the Southern Sea Ward, the Trades Ward, or the Dock Ward. The Dock Ward being the sketchier one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So look, we're looking for a female horse. We mm-hmm. got that. So that's going to cut down the population by about half. She's going to start imagine. looking under horses. <laughs> We're going like, to look under horses, y'all. <laughs> that's not vaccine. <laughs> I mean, we can't make it obvious. I got to be kind of sneaky, sneaky. But you walk know. around with like one of those mirrors the barter cross <laughs> use. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Just my sword. <laughs> like pulling it down. But, um. You know, and he turns around and flips a coin and just says, let's start in the castle ward. <laughs> Go there. Sure. So you guys enter castle wards a little bit nicer and a lot of shops. Mm-hmm. You'll see, you know, lots of carts and stuff. But if you were just to look like one horse at a time and just go up and down the streets, you would probably get like half of the castle ward head- one day and then half yeah. of the... And- Everything's I think moving. I'd head towards the, the red-eyed owl, the tavern over there at uh, D2. Uh, the red-eyed owl? Yep. That's a tavern in the castle ward. Yeah, quite a bit south of the market. Mm-hmm. Almost, you're like one block away from the dock ward. Yep. Just checking out the horses. I haven't started whispering to any of them yet. Yeah, no. I mean, any, you see female horses. You see male horses. You definitely see big carts down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have no reason to think that you would just stumble upon the horse just by good luck. Yeah. Mm. Does anyone else in the group have ideas to share with Ed on maybe how to locate a horse like this? Are there... People Y'all got you, any magic you could use? People to talk yeah. to. Yeah, are any of the contacts you guys have made in Waterdeep any help here? Some nature I've, folks would know anything. Yeah, they I tend to be pretty attuned to the animals. Yeah, I can try talking to like if one of the druids at the Emerald Enclave has a familiar 
and like knows other animals around. Can you speak with animals with them? Sure. Um, um, why don't you give me a persuasion check to see if anyone can help you out in uh, the manor? Sweet. With my cred, uh, 17. Oh, that's plenty. Yeah, so they, they like tell you that the horse definitely is near the castle ward, near the market. Um, but right. that the horse does make like long trips back and forth. In addition to moving beer caskets and stuff like that, it also the owner of the horse often moves people, right? It's just kind of like a cart to hire. Um, so occasionally you'll see it moving beer things and like food and boxes and stuff around the market. But other times you'll see it going up and down the high road traveling with people. Okay. Any descriptors of what the horse looks like or anything? Or um, the owner's name? I think Dan saw online that it was like kind of Dalmatian <laughs> color. I don't know if that's official D&D stuff, but we're going to do it's like a Dalmatian colored horse. It was. Yeah. It was official. Was it? Wikipedia says so. Well. <laughs> so we're going to say it's a uh, kind of polka dotted white and black horse, which will make it a little bit more, right? Like that's not one of a kind, but it will make mm-hmm. it definitely narrow it down. Okay. So we could stake out the high road entrance. Somewhere where the high road and the market come together. Yeah, so stake out there. Right up there, it's kind of at the corner of the castle ward, sea ward, north ward, and trades, I think. Trades. There's like an intersection there. And I would say like if you spend most of the day just like hanging around eventually you would be able to find the horse. Um, it might not be right in that direct location, but maybe off one of the off streets that you were just wandering. Yeah, I mean, Ed would stake out and just tell the other two to like, eat, just do whatever they need to and come back later on in the day. <laughs> yeah. I'll find something. Um, but eventually someone, and I'll let you guys decide who, um, finds this cart kind of just on a side road where the owner is asleep on the bench and the horse is kind of just chilling. Uh, cast beak with animals. Well, so you said the guy is still on it though and awake. No, asleep. Or asleep. Mm-hmm. Asleep. The opposite of that. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to whisper to the horse cause I don't want to wake the guy up. Yeah. And you don't even need to speak with animals if it's really Maxine. Oh, cause Maxine taught, hello, are you Maxine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what you would assume would be like a uh, a horse voice. It just sounds like a, a normal human. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and like maybe confused because like no one knows that she speaks. Like the owner probably doesn't even know. Um, this is a real like Ed talking horse type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, first of all, it's such an honor to meet you. Um, I have a friend who would really like to speak with you. Um, are you going to be here for a couple more minutes? And sh- she's like, wherever my master brings me, we'll see. Just shame. Talking okay, I'm gonna- and you have a master. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, f- I'm going to free you later. <laughs> this is horrible. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, go I would grab say, Ed. I would say she's like as sentient as other animals, right? She's not intelligent. She just, instead of being able to neigh, oh, she, she speaks. Gotcha. Okay. So it'd be like if a dog spoke. Like you wouldn't all of a sudden be like, is this dog going to college? Right? Like, is that a talking <laughs> So it's just a horse, not super smart, um, and just 
is just a working working magazine. Okay, I think I have a little snack in my bag that sure. I just want to share yeah. with a friend. Yeah, and cool. she eats it right Should out of your hand you. like a horse does. You're amazing. Okay, <laughs> and then <laughs> go grab Ed. Look, I found. I think I found Maxine. You might be surprised. Oh no way! Her. You found her. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Where is she at? She's over here with this sleeping guy. And oh, I don't know if he's awesome. a friend or not. So, well, they didn't tell me anything about finding him, so I'm just gonna not worry about it. <laughs> I just need to talk to her real quick. Yeah. Can you uh, keep guard for me real quick? Let's make sure, sure nobody's thing. coming. All right. Sure thing. And then, uh, where's Vod? There. He's there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, sl- I'll uh, slide over to Maxine and just kind of, hey, uh, nice to meet you. I'm Ed. I heard you're Maxine. Uh, glad to finally found you. Um, I need to add, did you find out anything about the Zent this week while you were out there? Yeah, and before she answers, she like starts questioning you. She's like, who are you guys? Yeah, uh, I'm Ed. I'm a member of the Harpers. He says, leaning in close. Mm-hmm. Pulls out the little scroll and shows it to her. Yeah, and she gets like one eye really close to it. And she's like, and I hold it right. Right, <laughs> up, right up to it. And uh, yeah, I was told to find you, see what you had found out so I could pass the message and help out if you need anything, getting the mission done. Okay, with the little scroll you 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 showed, give me a uh, let's do a persuasion check with advantage to try to convince Maxine to like help you out. That one was not it. Uh, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen's plenty. Um, so Maxine goes. Mm, I think I remember two guys that came up a little while ago. All um, right, all right. And he pulls out a piece of paper and starts writing it down. Yeah, and she's like, I don't remember where we picked him up. But I do know we dropped him off at the yawning portal. And then she proceeds to describe him. Uh, One of them was a tall, kind of feminine dude, um, elf with blonde hair, but kind of noble-born looking. Um, Similar to, not Floon, who, Rainier. Kind of like a Rainier look, right? Like, potentially. that bastard. I knew it. Okay. But but it's not Rainier. Okay. But like like puffy sleeves. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the other one. Real pirate shirt guy. Yeah. And then the other one was a blue-skinned half-orc. Um, okay. With two bottom kind of tusk teeth coming up, black hair that was very dirty. And the reason Maxine knows that they were probably Zent was because the tro- uh, half orc had a um, Zent necklace on, wasn't hiding it at all. But where the one was extremely like well off looking, the half orc was wearing like rough leather clothes and definitely looked of poorer. So just like two opposing looks. Right. Folks that you probably wouldn't be riding together or talking much right. in other normal circumstances. Did you hear him say anything? Um, yeah, they were looking for spies. Um, something to do with the Xanathar. Okay. There's been a lot of gang wars going on. I wonder if they weren't looking for more to fight about Xanathars. And you didn't pick them up. You just dropped them off. And then y'all left, right? Well, I picked him up somewhere. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, but you didn't pick him up again from the yawning port. Oh, no. But this was days ago. Okay. Well, you know how the yawning portal goes. They might still be there stacked up in a room something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
who knows? And then uh, as you guys kind of, the conversation starts to trail off, maybe the owner of the horse kind of starts waking up and looks down at three, uh, a turtle person, a dwarf, and a human all uh-huh. talking to his horse and be like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Need a ride? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Can you take us to the yawning portal real quick? Yeah, so you guys are up near the market. The yawning portal is all the way down near the dock ward almost. So mm-hmm. he looks at three of you, goes for the three of you. We'll do it for five silver. Yeah, man, I got you. And I reach in and hand it to him. Cool. And what probably takes 15, 20 minutes, he just kind of slowly brings the car all the way down towards the yawning portal. And it's probably like mid-afternoon now, maybe dinner almost from how long it took you guys to like find Maxine. Um, so the yarning portal is just like you guys remember, like a jock party, frat party. Um, lots of people going down into Undermountain. Uh, beer of flowing. I can't remember what the bar lady's name is, but she's <laughs> scurrying around. I want to say it started with a B, but I don't remember. <laughs> this bar lady. Bar lady. <laughs> Starts with a B. Yeah, that's not fair, though. Is it? <laughs> Bonnie. Bonnie. Bar ladies. It was Bonnie. McMurray. It was Bonnie, Bonnie McMurray. McMurray. <laughs> so what do you guys want to do if you're at the yawning portal? Um, I'm going to slide up to my favorite bartender again. Not Bonnie, but the the orc who works at the bar. Mm-hmm. No, and, not the orc. Uh, uh, just, he's just a dude. Uh, Durin. Just a dude. Okay. Yeah, Durin. slide up to Durin. Yeah. Dan Duran, something like that. Dan Dan Duran. I think it's Duran. Chicken in the corn cup. Um, just run up there and order three drinks, and uh, ask him about those descriptors: the uh, the tall blonde elf and the blue skinned orc. Didn't seem like they would hang out, but they're pretty chummy, friendly, working together. See if he had. Seen anybody like that? Yeah, so it's gonna be five copper for the drinks. So just mark yep. that off your your tab. Um, What's the conversion of gold to copper again? Five. A yeah, I think it's it's a hundred to a oh, hundred. Wow. Is okay. that right? Is it? I don't know. Or is it ten <laughs> to ten? I think that's what I think it I think is. Ten to ten. Or ten to a hundred. So it'd be a hundred copper or gold. Ten silver or gold. Oh, it's right here. So sorry, everybody. Silver is ten copper. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's a hundred ten to a hundred, yeah. yeah. So it's a hundred okay. copper to gold, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, said it was how much? Five. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. That's nothing. Yeah. Um, and then the information I'll give him. The, I'll just give him a whole gold piece for the <laughs> high rolling. Um, yeah, and he's like, a lot of people come in here like that. Like we see all types, and then he makes well, not like, all of them have Xanth necklaces. No, and at that point, like, he makes it quite clear, like, he doesn't judge factions, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. think Xanthar or Zens are good, but, like, he doesn't think that they're any worse than a City Watch. And, um, I mean, you know, I don't care whether he has an opinion on it or not. I just want to know if he saw it. Yeah, and he, like, gets real close to you. And he's like, I think they might be here now. Um, I saw them walking around, but it's busy tonight. Like, who knows? All right. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. And then I take the drinks of the other two and kind of whisper, I'm like, they're here now. Here, you take this. Mm-hmm. Say that again. 
keep my peepers peeped for him. Peepers peeped. <laughs> I look for an orc and an elf together. One of them looks like a pirate. Big puffy yeah. shirt. Yeah, and again, like it's really busy, but occasionally you might get glimpses of like people you think are them, like in the crowds walking around. Mm-hmm. I guess I would ask, like, what are you guys hoping to do in this situation? As- I'm hoping to get close to hear what they're planning. If they're found the spies, if they've got the spies here tonight, if they're going to start trouble in or around here. Okay. Um, so do you want? Are you going to get up and try to get close to them? Going to try to get within like two or three people of them. Yes, just to see if I can hear them. Cool. Why don't you give me? A stealth check or performance check. Um, stealth it is. Cool. 13. Yeah, so I'll say like <laughs> that allows you to get close, but like you're not going to get all the details. But what you do here are things like they are looking for a spy to hire to start spying on the Xanathars. Um, even the Harpers might be in consideration for the Xanathar to hire them. Um you might hear things about the treasure. Like that's what this whole thing is about is like trying to find this, this stone to get the treasure. Um, but they are here tonight looking for spies. Sorry. I was trying to remember the mission that they gave. It was just to find Maxine and identify the operatives and determine their whereabouts. Okay. So I've done all three of those. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think I'm going to go report back after we finish our drinks and maybe get some more chicken wings just to see <laughs> how the Harpers would like to move forward if we want to infiltrate and just keep an eye on this gang from the inside by being hired by them, working kind of double agent positions, or if they want us to stop them from finding spies, or just how the Harpers would like to move forward now that I've found those three things. Yeah, so... That you- we found those three things, excuse me. Um so the only location you know for the Harpers is Mert's house that he marked on your map. Mm-hmm. Um, as you go there, no one's home. So you you have accomplished your mission, but at this time, you have no way of contacting the Harpers. Um, your best bet, as far as you know right now, will be to continuously try to f- go to Mert. Um, but what you will find over time is he's almost never home. It's like a real luck of the draw unless he <laughs> reaches out to you later. Oh, wow. convenient. How does that bird thing work? The origami bird message system I have. Oh, that's a good question. Let me look this up real quick. Uh, hey, if you search paper bird on Google, you just get origami. You, you got to <laughs> add the D&D part. <laughs> um, good note. Good note. Uh, after you write a message of 50 words or fewer on this magic sheet of parchment and speak a creature's name, so Mert, the parchment magically folds into a tiny paper bird and flies to its recipient whose name you uttered. So if you can find, again, now magic items aren't particularly easy to find, right? But if you can find a shot that sells one, that could be a very good way. You could also just over the next weeks or days, they might reach out to you. Okay. Um, I know it's like, so we're outside of Mertz. um, Which I believe is in the castle ward, we said. The Harpers all act alone and don't always depend on each other. Mm-hmm. We share information and stuff. Right. But, uh, I was looking at the beliefs. The first one is one can never have too much information. So right. without getting his permission, maybe we should try to just join up. It wouldn't hurt to find out what they're trying to plan. 
Y'all want to go see if they want to hire us? I'm in. Sure. Makes sense. So we'll head back to the yawning portal and yeah. try to peep them out in the crowd again. <laughs> yeah, and you'll definitely see them there. Um, they're still talking to different people. Um, you'll also see Xanathar in there, and you'll know them by their like tattooed eyes, right? And even though there's two Zens in here, you don't know if there's more. Mm-hmm. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> it is the Halloween no, episode. No, that was the last episode, guys. We're... Uh, we record two episodes now, so this is not spooky. This is what this could, it's always it could spooky. also be spooky. No, 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 we're gearing up for Thanksgiving with this episode. <laughs> Ooh, um, Thanksgiving is pretty spooky. Thanksgiving is spooky. Yeah. Genocide. Have you, not Hello. Seen Adam's, have you not seen Adam's Family too? It's pretty spooky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, but genocide is scary to me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we need to pause for that. <laughs> It's true. Oh, it's true. I'm so spooked out. <laughs> Turkey. Um, so you're back at the Oni portal. Yep. Ed's going to saddle up next to, uh, I don't know their names, do I? Nope. The the pirate and the orc. and um, <laughs> Puffy shirt. Wait till they get done talking to the last person. Be like, hey, I uh, heard y'all might be looking for a couple spies to help you out. Yeah, I'd be interested to throw my my abilities into the ring, see if I could be of assistance. Yeah, and they look around and they look at you like, "Who are you?" I'm Ralph, Ralph Wiggum. Nice to meet you. Is it just you? And <laughs> the other two, are y'all with me? <laughs> I'm his silent accomplice. This is the last time I'll speak. You can trust <laughs> me. <laughs> um, uh, Vod being very not. Like clever, sneaky at all. When you say a different name, looks at you and is like, "What? This is this is Bart and Lisa. I'm Ralph. <laughs> nice to meet you." Yeah, I think like right away, like they start looking at you, and you don't know what they're thinking, maybe, but like it's already like they don't trust you guys, or there's something, <laughs> something in between you that you're gonna have to like try to work through. But like currently, like they're not. I don't think they're very interested in trying to talk to you guys. Okay. Can I roll a, percep- or a uh, performance or a persuasion check? Uh, you could try to do a persuasion check if you want. Or deception, maybe. Let's do deception. That's good. I have higher there you go. <laughs> proficiency in deception. Uh, 15. Yeah, and like for now, like you're not convincing them, but like for now, <laughs> at least they're not going to like send you away. They're like, what do you guys want? Uh... I would like to offer my services as a spy and my compatriots to uh, try to help you infiltrate that other gang y'all were looking at. We, uh, yeah, and at first they got, like we don't we don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't know anything about Rainier's treasure stone? Y'all aren't trying to find that. That's fine. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, like no, no, no. And and then the Isn't one that goes literally what they're looking for. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And one okay. of them's like, one of them looks over. And he's like, "Who are you a spy with?" Um, I'm with the Harpers. Yeah, and you you see them like kind of perk up and then like start sliding out of the booth, and they're like, "Yeah, have a good night." And like they start slinking <laughs> out of the yawning portal. Okay. Uh, I want to follow them to where outside. 
Yeah. So you guys are down in the castle ward area and mm-hmm. you just see them like start walking towards the um, what's called Snail Street. It's it's like towards the high road. And you just keep following them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eventually you guys get into like a busier um, the street and you get towards the high road. And then as you guys bump into someone, you feel like this magic come over you. And all three of you like black out for a moment. Um, and okay. as you guys awaken, like everybody else is gone. Like in the bar? No, you guys are outside of the bar now. Oh, okay. And we bumped into somebody? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like and not only us. are they gone, yeah. but like you have no idea how much time has passed. It, it, how far away from the bar are we outside? You were like out north, uh, out towards High Street. Okay. okay. Like so, and we there's nobody on any of the streets. No, there's like, like that there's, we can see. There's people, but it's all different than who was there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So, like, what you can assume in this situation was that the Zens like knew you were trailing them, brought you to mm-hmm. a busy road where like someone else they knew came in to like cut off the tail. And anything like, missing is... on our body? Nope, okay. nope. It no was like or... I, no. They, they, they tell like, what time of day it is. Has that changed? So it was like dinner. So it was already like fairly dark. So you know it's still dark out. So you didn't. It's not like you were there the whole night. Or um, were there a whole a whole twenty four uh, hours. <laughs> you were there a whole twenty four hours, and everything you have is gone. <laughs> You're just sitting there. <laughs> I'm just soiled my pants. No, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't assume it's more than 10, 15 minutes. Mm, okay. okay. And then we're well. We know where their hideout is. Are there a series of hideouts? No. You know where we the Xanathar where- hideouts are. Okay. Oh, you do know and, you did you did see a warehouse for yeah, the Yeah, a couple of warehouses. Yeah. In that warehouse where all our gold is at. <laughs> one of one of them used to have stuff that could have been gold, but paintings and boxes and yeah. That's gone now. Yeah, I think for um, the most part, like for tonight, you have just been like knocked out unconscious by something. Um, you're probably all not feeling super good. Um, I'm groggy as all heck. Right. Yeah. Um, but we do know, like, you guys finished two missions. Uh, the Emerald Enclave, you were able to go back there for sure and tell them mm-hmm. what you did. So they would actually have another mission for you. Um, uh-huh. So it says... Uh, Sir Ambrose Everdon, a grizzled old champion of Kelim... Kelimvor has offered to help the city guard catch a necromancer who's stealing bones from the city of the dead and animating them as skeletons. Sarah, and why are all your scary? Because that's what she she's bringing back natural. Like that's her whole thing is to cleanse. Uh, but Sir Ambrose could use your help if you're not too busy. So there's a necromancer. What I would say is the little bit you know of necromancers, um, it, they that might be past your abilities right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't try and if we have a guest to join <laughs> maybe but like Necromancer is like that's big that's much bigger than Scarecrows right <laughs> or pumpkins um, alright Zach you finished your Harper mission well um, yeah. so they will be reaching out to you or you'll be looking for Mert again yeah, do we head back to his house I think if I I mean, you try to head back to his house and then leave a note under the door. Sure. Well, let's go back to his house like a few hours later. 
Uh, not there right now. Okay. Uh, but it will. Like, keep trying every day, or he'll just reach out to you. Like, um, slide a little note under the door, <laughs> or send you another paper bird. Yeah. Um, but you did, and then Dan, your mission's going to be next week's or next time if I feel like doing it. That's true. We could just send you to a necromancer <laughs> instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but your mission was to seek out Holm, a monk who lived in a cave on the side of Mount Waterdeep, ask him what he's heard about threats to the city, but try right. not to annoy him or overstay your welcome. Yeah, I remember all that for sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Zach, I'm just going to give you your third mission or your second mission. Oh, um, okay. Just like through Paper Bird, just so you know it. There's no reason mm-hmm. to prolong that. And then uh, next time, potentially, if Dan's goes quick, we can... Fit in or what if yours. I want to do my potential second mission? That's true. Whole lot of not vodmec going on right now. Just saying. I did warn you before we recorded. <laughs> I yeah, and I came with all the lightning and fury of the gods. So <laughs> you did. It's <laughs> um, true. The second uh, Harper mission. Uh, Uza is an old woman who sells books out of a narrow three-store building on Sorn Street in the Trades Ward. She claims to have trapped a monster in her shop and fears for the welfare of her books and her cat. That seems kind of urgent. <laughs> the City Watch isn't likely to lend a hand given Uza's propensity for uh, tall tales, but uh, the Harpers owe her a favor. You'll find her sobbing at Fulzoon's Foley, a tavern on the corner of Sorn Street and Celebar Street. Make haste. So that's just, she's got a monster inside of her house or her shop. Maybe. Right, she's she does tell tales. Tall tales. Tall tales. Tells tall tales. <laughs> yes. <laughs> English um, is a dumb language. It, yeah. it is. <laughs> so the only other thing that I think uh, should should be kind of noted before we end, the more the longer you stay at the Trollskull Manor, the more um, intrusive these occurrences occur like ha- been happening the doors mm-hmm. opening uh plates getting shoved off of tables um even occasionally you see like what you think might be writing and <laughs> one day you read um just last call exclamation point across the bar can i like religion check or like cleric something around in there yeah what do you want to check for <laughs> cleric something undead <laughs> Or like ghosties, they want their money. Sure, well, give me an Arcana check. Why not? Well, I mean that's the closest thing I could possibly think. Or history check if your history check is better. Um, twenty one. Yeah. So what you could probably assume is that this building is haunted. Um, you don't know with what necessarily, but knowing Volo and twenty one is so good. I'm just going to say like knowing Volo. He was the author of a monster's book. Potentially, he bought this for his next book he's working on. Um, I will turn undead the entire house. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I mean... Uh, is, so, is a ghost, is a spirit undead, or is undead only zombies? I don't um, know. We'll have to look that up. But that might you just Dan's gonna go and just cleanse this house. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, if somebody should, I like it. It's a cleric adds character to our home. Yeah. So 
Okay. Uh, next week, maybe we'll both look into how do you cleanse a house in D anD D, and we'll find a home in his cave house. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys want to do? Is there anything else you had to sell, or anything else you want to try to buy? I know you guys have some money now. Um, I think we're mostly saving up for this dang house, right? Yeah, and can you remind me, Zach, if we appraised those potions? We have okay. not. We did not do that. Let's do that, and then we can sell them. Oh, what was the thing? Them. What? Well, Will said something like there was the steel, the steel circlet thing. Yeah, you sold that. We sold that. We sold I that. sold it, wasn't, it. Yeah, and not the potions. Not so, the potions. And, and we don't even know if they're potions, right? It was liquid vials. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not. Let's labeled. try them out. Bad for OSHA. Yeah. All right, and because you're a new neighbor, they're going to do it for free out of the kindness of their heart. What Let's- a bunch of. Hometown gals. And I gals. like this neighborhood. It doesn't make a. You don't usually get that treatment in the rest of this town. <laughs> so the first one is an elixir, iron skin. Uh, turns the user's skin to metal, giving them many resistances. Uh, and then she like keeps stirring it, and she says it's a normal potion, um, but does have a negative effect on it, and she can't Ooh. figure out what it is, but. It will definitely turn your skin metal, give you resistances, but there's a bit of uh, misfortune attached to this elixir. Okay, and then there was two more, right? We said so. There was three altogether. Okay, remember the fourth is just a vial of liquid, and then the other one is a juice. Um, Didn't figure nervous. Didn't figure the witch for a juicer, but (laughs) (laughs) meal prep is important no matter what you do, I guess. Um, So the. The vial is a vial of artisan skill. It will give you a, a temporary skill um, and a particular art, like disguise self or those type of things, or deception. So what it's, about like it's, um, scrapbooking? <laughs> yeah. If you choose, yeah. <laughs> um, so the last one is a, uh, a liquid of ghostly form. Makes the users intangible and able to face through objects for a moment. Uh, this one also has a like a drawback to it. It turns you into a ghost. You're dead. No, but it, it to make yourself intangible, it will remove some of your life force. You know, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, as one does. I mean, they're hag potions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't be interested in buying any of these, would you? Yeah, and she's like, I'll I would buy all of them if you want. We all think the juice. Wanna... Yeah, was that some juice? Even the juice. Even the juice. Which is that the juice one was uh, the ghost form. Okay. Oh. And when I say juice, the way I would imagine if I were you guys, like I would look at it almost as amounts. So like a potion would be like that, like a vial would be something small and a juice would be like a whole glass of something that you'd have to drink to get that effect. Mm. Whole thing. What do y'all think? Any of those you want to keep? Yeah. I'm... I'm okay. Uh, we need the money. Let's liquidate. Yeah. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'll give you 40 gold for him. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Cool. So you guys sold your potions. Um, are there any items? Do you guys have any more items from anything? Are you like, have you just liquidated all your stuff? I think we've liquidated everything that we could carry. It's not a bad plan. How much gold are you guys up to now? How much uh, is a club? Uh, we ha- you mean the great club you bought, right? 
No, not that one. I'm looking really quick to see. I had a mace um, that I could sell. We're up to 284 or 283 okay. rather. Uh, the metal shop will give you like only four goals for it. Let's do it. Okay. You said four? Yeah. How's this going, listener? You enjoying this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of this will be cut out for sure. I also have 12. You can take my 12. So add 12 gold to the bank? Yeah. I'll add my 30. So we're up to... Uh... Oh, actually, I had 40. Yeah, that's right. I have 42. I thought so you used some of it. Me? No, yeah. For what? I don't remember. Okay, I remember you saying, I've got all this gold, and we being like, what? And you're like, backstory. I was like, okay. <laughs> we're, we're up to 360. All right. Because uh, we've f- all put in all of our money. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm excited. So that was another episode of Dungeons and Designers. Uh, I'm Will. You can find me at Will Trurin because I changed my Instagram handle uh, and Twitter handle. So just find me at my normal name now, uh, which let me look real quick. Is wrong on the video, so don't look at the video. I got to change and update that. <laughs> I did update Dan's on the video, though. So, Dan, where can so we find you? <laughs> oh, Dan Churn on Instagram. It's and Daniel Churn. Daniel Churn, and I think I'm Dan Churn on Twitter or something. D-Churn, I don't know. Get look, ready for grandma tweets coming up soon, Thanksgiving. <laughs> look for oh, look for the, bu- <laughs> the Buffalo tweets mixed with grandma tweets. Yeah, that's when he says grandma tweets, Dan and I have a thing where we just text each other crazy things my grandma says, but now we have Twitter so everyone can get it. Yeah, that's uh, great. Courtney, where can we find you? Met Courtney M. Leach on Instagram. And Zach? I'm at ZS Wilkinson everywhere, so... Perfect. And this is a M of one podcast. If you'd like to help us out, uh, sharing episodes is huge, but also going on iTunes and leaving a review and comment. Um, bye. Bye. That's an episode of Dungeons and Designers as we play Waterdeep Dragon Heist. This is a Masters of One Network podcast. We'll see you next week.